Hey everybody, so the internet just decided that episode 26 would just be catapulted to the netherrealm and would never return, but too bad because I got backups. Seriously though, I'm unsure as to how this episode was removed from the feed. My guess is that, it, is that the original link was corrupted or something like that, but I decided then rather than a simple repost, instead I would remaster the episode and fix the sound mixing. Seems I did not notice there was this obnoxious high-pitched whine in the original audio, so I tried my best to remove it as much as I could and mess around with the background music as well. What you're about to hear is our wrestling episode with friend of the show and four-time guest B-Rob from Random Ramblings with Rob and Wrestling Strash as we talk about his time in the military, why our moms love soap operas so much, and our favorite wrestling matches of all time as of 2016. So without further ado... Please enjoy this rerun, and we'll be back very soon with our brand new season. Hey everybody, this is Random Chatterings episode 26. I'm Arlo Rodriguez, and my special guest today is... Me, Random Ramblings with Rob, host hey. B-Rob. <laughs> hey man, how are you doing? Chilling, hanging in there, eating cakes and pies and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you, um, I mean, we're going to get into the, the topic at hand, but I just want to know a little bit about yourself, man. How, how, how'd you get into podcasting? Well, um, I'm a professional wrestling fan, first and foremost. I love wrestling. I've been watching it as long as I can remember. And um, I started hearing, you know, you know, people talking about uh, podcasts and stuff and the app would always pop up on my phone whenever um, Apple introduced that to the um, iOS system. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, shit. I mean, I like wrestling. Maybe they got podcasts about wrestling. Yeah, so, yeah, um, definitely. I checked it out, started listening to um, different wrestling podcasts. And then um, I started venturing away from wrestling, going into, you know, like the, the standard commercial shit, like uh, Kevin Smith and all the other stuff. Yeah. So I just started listening to all kinds of different podcasts. And then I was like, well, hell. I mean, it sounds like they're having fun talking about things that I like and, you know, yeah. just hanging with their friends. So I was like, fuck it. Why don't I do a podcast? Yeah, exactly. And my <laughs> kids is going crazy upstairs <laughs> because Golden State is winning right now with 25 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yes, it's 96-8. Oh, shit. It's 96-8. The 10-point lead. They ain't winning. Fuck that. Oh, shit. <laughs> OKC is out. <laughs> But anyway, I, I digress. Back to my story. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, originally, I wanted to do it with somebody. Well, I do it with my wife, but yeah, I wanted to do the podcasting with somebody else. I have a co-host, but you know, everybody that um, I approached with the idea was like, nah, I don't know what that is. And, and podcasts have been around over 10 years. So I don't understand how you don't know what the fuck a podcast is. <laughs> But it's like, I don't know what that is. Nah, man, I don't want to be on the radio. I'm trying to, I'm applying for the police force. I don't want to be out there in the airwaves and shit. All kind of crazy shit to why they didn't want to do it. So I was just like, fuck it. I do it my damn self. Did you find that to be like a difficult thing to, like a difficult thing to get over the first time? Or was that just something just like, let's just do it, man. This is yeah. how we're going to do it. Because like, here, here's my thing. Mm -hmm. I feel weird, like Siri fucking iPhone. I remember when um, <laughs> Siri first came out. That's the whole reason that I wanted to get an iPhone because I always use Android or whatever the fuck. Right. And when I got the iPhone with Siri in it, 
I didn't use it because I felt stupid as fuck talking to an inanimate object. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing with the podcasting because I'm sitting here, you know, if I'm doing it by myself, I'm sitting in front of this microphone. Right. You know, I'm, right. I'm not getting, nobody's talking back to me. So right. at first it was weird. And um, the very first episode was the one I did by myself. Mm-hmm. And I think what I'm at 21 episodes now, I think out of all 21, I've only done, we'll see, one, four episodes by myself. I always had somebody there mm-hmm. where it just be to, I got like my iPad and a little portable microphone that I would bring to work with me. Nice. And I just t- press record and be like, hey, talk about some stupid shit. And then you just <laughs> go off on some shit, which I think that was like the first three or four episodes that I did was just me and some of my coworkers just bullshitting around. <laughs> and then um, I think everything after episode five, I got some somewhat professional equipment that I didn't, that I don't know how to work. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I started getting some guests on here, where nice. it'd be from people that I used to work with because I'm in the military. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, you know, friends from back at home. And now I officially... Freaking, I'm making all, all kind of noise right now. <laughs> I officially started a goddamn uh, guest list. Oh, nice, nice, man. Yeah. So you are number one on my guest list. Oh, thank you. So I mean, that's probably just it's coincidence. Weird. It's not actually. It's not actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you're not actually my guest. I'm your guest. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it works out. I mean, we we still together. It's, yeah, it's exactly, both ours. Exactly. We just keep it at your house. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, because with you specifically, the reason why I want to, you know, do at least a podcast with you or be on your podcast yeah, yeah. is because you, we, say, we share similar your podcast titles. There's random, random <laughs> in your title and there's random in my title. So, That's true. Yeah. Cause it's like, I, it's like I, we're I, meant to be together. It, yeah, somewhat. <laughs> 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 yeah, because um, I did another episode with um, Gareth. From Gareth, Gareth's random ramblings, and I was like, oh, and wow. it was the same thing. And I was yeah. like, hey, your title's something like mine. We should do a mashup. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, let's do it. I think what and you I, your your podcast has over mine is alliteration. Random ramblings with Rob is a really catchy title. Well, shit, a lot of people can't say that shit because <laughs> <laughs> everybody that I've podcasted with so far. Like other podcasters, they tried to say it. Like if you go listen to the horribly awkward podcast, Sean has a hard saying my title. And then um, I think um, the people who are ice in the face has a hard time saying my title. Yeah. And uh, um, <laughs> Sean, uh, freaking uh, the Almighty Psyche podcast dude on there, he have a hard time saying it. I seen him periscoping last night. Yeah, yeah. And he was trying to say my thing when it popped up on the Periscope. He's like, rabble, 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 rabble. <laughs> <laughs> what um, what is Periscoping actually? I've heard of it. Like, I know it's a new, it's a new thing, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Well, well, well Periscope is um, an app that Twitter developed, and what it allows you to do is um, pretty much live stream. You can just pull your phone up, turn the app on. And uh, you can just live stream whatever you vi- videoing out to the world. Oh, that's pretty cool. So it's, I, I think uh, Facebook just started doing it too, like Facebook Live. Hmm. Okay. So Periscope is the same thing. Mm-hmm. So like right now I can take my phone and set it up right here and uh, turn the app on. Mm-hmm. And it can Periscope me talking to you right now to the world. And people can come in. They can sit in the chat room and give me hearts and stars. <laughs> and fucking was that green clovers 
yellow moons. <laughs> I guess so. Whatever works. Lucky charms. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I I mean, I love editing because I can cut out all the bullshit. I couldn't. I don't think I could probably do a, a live stream because I feel like that would be me raw, and no one needs to hear that or see that. <laughs> exactly. See, because like, well. With you, I think you'd be all right because you actually have a format. You actually have topics that you and whoever um, is on with you talk about. So that works out for you. With me, I go in blind. I don't have no notes. I don't prepare for shit. I just turn the <laughs> microphone on and be like, uh, yeah. Then I start saying shit. And then I'll be like, that sounded stupid. Then I'll stop <laughs> it. I'll start again. And then I'll just kind of marry them together and yeah. take out something. Yeah, so me doing it live by myself I don't think I could but if I had like a group of people in here I wouldn't give a fuck I just let it fly I don't oh, care I would love to I would try to I would love to try to do like a group kind of thing I think the most recent one I uploaded on iTunes it was like with like it was three people in the same room and that was a really nice atmosphere that we kind of gave off each other and I wish I could do something like that maybe like in the near future yeah but it might be a try. while until until that happens you should try it I'll, I'll give it a shot we'll see what happens have um, fun <laughs> High five. <laughs> All right, I think now it's time to delve into the topic at hand. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. Yeah, I, I can dig it. And you know, it's funny about this topic. Everywhere, you know, not everywhere, like the world, but like podcasting or whatever. I've been doing these different podcasts with people and everything like that. Yeah. My very first episode, I said I didn't want my podcast to be about wrestling, even though I like it so much. Yeah, I, I, oh, yeah. I want. I wanted to break away from from that and you know talk about other things. Yeah. But every guest that I've had, or every show that I've been on, with you included, <laughs> has brought up wrestling. <laughs> and it's not on purpose. It's just like, oh yeah, you like wrestling. Let's talk about it. I'm like, well, fuck it. Let's talk about wrestling. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I think um, I just get, I just went off like for your your personal Twitter profile. But at the same time, it is a topic that I've it's been in like in the in the back burner for a really, really long time. And it's just it's like it, it's it's weird because especially at my age, being in early 20s, like people immediately just go after the wrestling is fake thing. Why do you even watch it? It's like, why do you even watch sports? Why do you even watch hockey? Why do you watch soccer? It's a performance. They're yeah, exactly. athletes. They're performing for us. They're trying to entertain us. That's the whole point. Yes, of course. the, Of course, the I don't know, the outcomes are. Um, predetermined predetermined but that's not that's just if you're, if you're just going to dismiss something for that reason alone and I don't mean to suddenly sound so preachy about <laughs> about this but I guess I guess the reason why I am like this is because I hear it so often from my college peers so it's like a secret it's like a deep dark secret that I have to withhold like I can't even mention it for my brother because he teases me about it and he's like he's like my <laughs> younger brother not my older brother he's my younger brother and he could tease me about that. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Is like, um, they always say, they'll be like, you know that shit's fake, right? And I'll be like, well, <laughs> you know CSI Miami is fake too, right? <laughs> I mean, it, speaking as a, I'm a, and I'm not putting myself on a pedestal, but speaking <laughs> as a semi-semi barely amateur pro wrestler, because I've done a little bit of the wrestling training. Really? Wow. And, you know... It's just like being in the military to a certain, you know, I compared it to as like kind of being in the military. Anytime you go up to somebody and they'd be like, yeah, I'm in the military. I went to Iraq or wherever the fuck. They'd 
be like, well, thank you for your service. Thank you for what you do. And I, I'm the same way with the wrestlers because, I mean, they put anybody out there on the line as well. Absolutely. Any minor miscalculation and they can wind up being seriously hurt, paralyzed, or Absolutely. even dead. So, Absolutely. you know, every, anytime I see a professional wrestler, if they on the low card or on the main stage, I tell them thank you for whatever the hell they do. Absolutely. You actually, you, you actually try to um, do some amateur wrestling? Yeah, like I'm training right now. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. And the way that came about is um, I'm here in Missouri, and I've been here going on two years, a little over two years now. And um, they had a wrestling show here. So I went to the show, and um, after I stuck around after, and, like, the guy that run the show, and, you know, it was just pretty much him and his wife and maybe, like, maybe one or two other people that do the whole thing. It's their little thing. It's like they set up the ring. They put the guardrails up. They get the wrestlers in there. They do everything by themselves. And I was just like, man. It's like I just went up to the promoter and I was like, hey, do you need any help with anything? Like putting the rings up, hanging flyers, doing anything. I just wanted to help because, you know, I love wrestling so much that I, I want to see all wrestling succeed on any kind of level. So, I, you know, I just went out there. I don't get paid for it or nothing like that. And like for a year and a half, that's all I did. I just piled around wow. with them to different shows, helping set up the ring. Um, being here as an instructor, I have access to students. So I get students to come volunteer to come out, help set up the ring, do security, take pictures for the shows, for their Facebook and their Instagram and all that stuff. Yeah. So I think they were starting up like a little school trying to get some students. And it was like, hey, we know how much you love wrestling. Just, you know, for you to help us out so much like you do, we'll offer to train you for free. I was like, hell yeah, I do That's that awesome. shit. Wow. <laughs> so it's like... Um, it was weird because, like, I got to actually step foot inside of a ring. I, I can wow. remember the, the first day that um, they told me to come out and help. And um, I seen the ring there. It was, wasn't even put together. I seen all the rails and the planks and the mat that go on right. top. Right. And I was like, wow, it's a fucking ring. So we set it up and we put all put it all together. And that first time seeing it put together by incompletion, I was just like, wow, this is fucking cool. And wow. I didn't step one foot inside of the ring. Because I felt like at the time that I wasn't worthy to do so. I didn't pay my dues. Absolutely, yeah. Just a guy just here freaking setting up a ring pretty much. <laughs> That's amazing. I was shaking. I was like, oh, shit. It's like, it's this is real. I'm like in the real ring. Yeah. <laughs> you know? How big is the venue? Well, it's like, it's, uh, I'm in bumfuck goddamn Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean... I've seen the high end of what they've done so far that since the two years that I've been with them, it's probably been a packed house of maybe 50 or more. And I think on the low end, it's probably been like what, 25, maybe. Yeah. But I've, it's been some good times. It's been good shows every time. So can't complain. People still come out. It's been getting bigger and bigger more lately, though, because we've been having different people come in. But yeah, it's been fun. That's really cool. Clotheslines suck. <laughs> Body slams suck. <laughs> I guess because I have no idea. Like, the only reference I have is either watching wrestling myself and watching a clothesline, especially like JBL's, like, clothesline from hell. Oh. And then the wrestling games. <laughs> Tell us, what does it feel to get a clothesline on you? It, it, it sucks, first, first <laughs> and foremost. <laughs> but I can tell you about the very first clothesline I took. Okay. Now, if anybody is out there listening to me talk about wrestling training in the very beginning they teach you what is called a bump it's how to fall 
you know, mm-hmm. without hurting yourself, essentially, which is sounds weird as fuck, right? You're going to fall without hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. But um, they teach you that at the at the basic level. And then, you know, they ramp it up. So it's been a while. They've been teaching me how to do my falls and everything. And I got it down. And uh, one of the trainers was explaining to me, like, hey, this is how you would take a clothesline. You know, normally how we show you, you come off the ropes, depending on the size of the ring, normally it's three steps off the ropes, and boom, you do your backdrop onto mm-hmm. the on the ground and everything. Yeah. So he's explaining to me, yeah, when, it's the same thing with the clothesline. You're going to come off the ropes, three steps in, you're um, going to start going into your fall, going to make minimal contact with the arm and boom you're going to hit the ground and i was like all right cool i got it he's like yeah. you know you, do you want to take a clothesline like, hell yeah i got it three steps and i'm down <laughs> fucking right so in my head i'm doing the ditty right i'm like all right one two three you know hit the ground yeah so i go into it run off the ropes yeah boom one two pow <laughs> i didn't even oh, get the three just <laughs> My damn teeth clicked together, and I was on the fucking ground. I was oh, like, "Oh, God. all right, that's a clothesline." Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Wow. But. So how how much more training do you have to do you have to go through until you can to you can actually get in the ring? Well, I mean, I don't know, because like for me, you know, being the age that I am, I'm an older gentleman, <laughs> and it's like I'm just really there for the experience, just to say that I've done it or whatever. But if to be in a show. Whatever. I think I'm ready for it. I've been doing it for a better part of a year now, the training. And I yeah. think I got it down for the most, most part. Most part. Look at that. You talking about <laughs> pronunciation and alliteration and shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I think I could do it if they gave me the opportunity to. But I'm not in a rush. <laughs> Is it only the physical stuff that you're learning about? Because I also know, like, having to do promos, having to talk like in front of the camera, like, talking in front of, talking to the audience... Well, I'm not doing anything to that effect. I know um, some of the other guys that they got there, because um, I'm not going to be here because I'm in the military. I'm not going to be here forever, so I'm only here for a limited time, then I'm on to the next place. Oh, I see. Okay. But, um, they got students that are here that's going to the wrestling school, and they'll probably get into more of that. But right now, it's just the physical aspect. Right. Right. So uh, so what you're saying is you're currently in the military now. I, I thought I, I thought that you had already done that, and um, mm-hmm. I see still marching around in my boots <laughs> <laughs> How, how's that experience been been for you what uh wrestling on the military military uh, it's, it's been good it's been bad it's been i think it's been more good than bad um more recently is um it's changed a lot you know anything will change over time but mm-hmm. It's not the same thing that um, in the beginning how it was for me. Like in the beginning, I was like all motivated and, you know, I really loved what I was doing. And um, what I was told first coming into the military that you shouldn't treat it like a career per se, because it's not going to last forever. Whether you do four four years, freaking 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. I mean, you can't stay in the Marine Corps or specifically the military forever. So you you shouldn't um, treat it like that. So, I mean, I feel like right now at the point in my career, it's like, you know, I done got my usefulness out of doing this and I'm ready to move on to the next thing, you know, my actual career that I'm going to be doing maybe for the rest of my life or however long. So here in the next couple months, I'll be exiting the Marine Corps. All right. So I guess what? This is a really deep conversation all of a sudden, but I guess what what is No, that I didn't you... mean to break it down. It's supposed to be talking about wrestling. 
<laughs> no, I don't mind at all. I don't mind at all. Um, what is it that you like? What is that that ultimate passion that you really want to do? Like, what's that career that you really want to get into? Man, I have so many things that I love, <laughs> but like, shit. Ultimately, if I mean, if I can do like what I'm doing now with this organization, um, NWA. Uh, Central States Championship Wrestling. If I can do that with like the WWE or any of the other wrestling organizations, I'd be yeah, content. Yeah, that. that'd be so, awesome. I mean, I I wouldn't have to get in the ring or whatever. I mean, I could be a part of the camera crew or the freaking stage hand or anything. Oh, I just yeah. anything involving wrestling that would be my fucking dream gig. Yeah. Hey, I got a baby. Night, Hello. Night. <laughs> 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 yeah. So doing anything like that or oh, shit. In a perfect world, I'd be I own a GameStop or something. I just fuck around with video games all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we are going to have to take our break now. But when we come back, we're going to talk about some of our favorite wrestlers. We're going to talk about some of our favorite wrestling matches, and well, of course, how do we even get into wrestling? How do we find out about wrestling in the first place? Shazam! I'm down for that. Awesome. All right, we'll be right back, everybody. And we're back. Yeah, we is. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's start off. Let's start off by just introduce, like, talking, tell the audience how exactly we got into wrestling, how we heard about it, and and then we can move on to favorite wrestlers, favorite matches, and even like if you want to complain about Raw today, uh, you can go ahead and do that. I know, I'm not gonna complain. <laughs> <laughs> I think enough people will do that on the internet, so I'm gonna <laughs> add to it. So yeah, Rob, how did you? Um, like, where did your love of wrestling begin? All right. I didn't want to be the typical person to be like, yeah, I started watching Hulk Hogan. And I was like, oh, wrestling is fucking cool. I didn't want to be that person, but I wound up being that person. But what's different about me, and I don't think too many other people could say this, mm -hmm. too. I got into wrestling because of Hulk Hogan, but not because of Hulk Hogan, the wrestler. Yeah. But because of Hulk Hogan, the actor. <laughs> Ah. So I seen Hulk Hogan for the very first time. I think it was in uh, either No Holds Barred <laughs> or Suburban Commando. Oh, I have not seen Suburban movies. Commando. So I was like, oh, okay. And then I was younger then, so I thought, you know, these movies were a product of that era. So they were kick-ass to me. Yeah. I was like, all right, that's cool. So I'm flipping through the channels one day on the weekend. And I see him in his ring gear, in the ring, wrestling. I was like, oh, shit, that's that guy from that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've been watching wrestling ever since. Nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and because um, I can really track it down enough to where I could watch it on a weekly basis on TV. Mm -hmm. So what I would do is my my father, he would take me to the video store. And um, I would go down the video aisle and be like, hey, that's that guy. And I was like, what's this? This this WrestleMania. And I would rent like WrestleMania uh, VHS tapes then. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's how I would watch all my wrestling until, you know, it started becoming readily accessible on TV for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, shit, when it was a uh, WCW versus uh, WWF, WWE. That's right. I would, I would record uh, WWF 
and I would watch WCW. And then when I was finished watching WCW, I would put the damn tape in of WWF and watch that. Yeah. So I would watch all the wrestlings. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So uh, if you had, like, if you recorded that much video, I mean, how many tapes did you use up, man? Well, shit, I mean... I don't. I didn't know about the quality of VHS tapes back then. I thought you can just run them bitches till they broke. So I would just pretty much. <laughs> I didn't try to keep none of that stuff, which I'm kind of kicking myself in the ass for. So what I would do, I would just have this one tape because my mom, <laughs> my mom, it's it's um as long as I can remember, my mom and dad always worked until you know they got up in their older years and everything. But my mom, while she was at work. She would record her soap operas while she was gone. So we, she had VCR in the living room. She had a VCR in the kitchen. She had a VCR in another room. Are so, you fucking kidding me? No. <laughs> That's <laughs> how incredible. passionate she. As passionate as I am about wrestling, is how passionate she is about her soap operas. <laughs> <laughs> so she would record all these uh, different soap operas on all these different VCRs and everything, and um. She would get pissed at me when I would take, you know, more than one of her VHS tapes to record some shit on. So I would just take this one VHS tape. I would record Monday Night Raw or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then after I watch it, I just rewind it back and I record over that Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. You know, just kept recycling that VHS tape mm-hmm. over and over again. Yeah. To, you know, until I watched the show. <laughs> but yeah, she still watched soap operas like that. Now that they got fucking DVR and shit, her fucking DVR <laughs> is full of fucking soap operas. <laughs> She don't work no more, so I don't see why she even record them. She can watch them live on TV. <laughs> it could just be that she just got so used to doing that same action. That just, if, I, if I don't do it, it's like the, the building's going to explode. I just have to keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. Like, record my-. <laughs> uh, my, my mom loves soap operas. She, I, I know that, in, at least in English, um, soap operas, I mean, U.S. soap operas, they have like so many fucking seasons. And if, mm-hmm. at least for Hispanic television or like Spanish uh, uh, speaking Telemundo. television, Telemundo, <laughs> Univision, there's going to be an episode at some point where I'm going to complain about those channels. I'm going to wait for the right moment for that, though. I'm going to wait for that because I need to really construct my <laughs> argument and make sure that people understand why I hate those channels so much. But anyway, um, the the soap operas, they keep changing because it's like there's like a season. It's like the same way the sports seasons, there's soap opera seasons. So mm-hmm. a soap opera goes for about like a couple months and then it's just switched off with another one. But there's no fucking difference between one or the other one. There's never been a fucking difference. <laughs> they're exactly the same. It's the same actors? Not the same actors, but sometimes there actually are like one like one actor or may have been successful enough in one that they come back in another one. It's, it's kind of funny. There's like one soap opera recently that's about a nanny that falls in love with the... The nanny's like 30 and the, the older guy's like 45 or something and they still fall in love. I mean, I mean... I mean, yeah. Sounds I, like the nanny. <laughs> I'm. It's probably inspired by that. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. And when the teenage daughter, I think, she is now in a new soap opera that's on the air right now. I have no idea what it's called, but but then there's, I think sometimes there's like prolific um, soap opera actors that just act in soap operas, and then they, it's like in the credits they have to announce, and returning for the fiftieth time is this guy. Saying it's like um. As long as I can remember watching wrestling, that's about as as long that I've known my mother to watch soap operas. So <laughs> whenever I go home to visit or whatever, she watching her soap operas. Mm-hmm. Duh, right? Yeah. And it's these same motherfuckers <laughs> I remember as a kid still <laughs> acting on these motherfucking soap operas. I was like, why is you not dead yet? <laughs> why is this show not canceled? <laughs> 
That's like, that's like, it makes me. I may, sometimes I get worried about the con. The, the probably the year-long contracts they have for Marvel movies. But then I think about soap operas. Like, seriously, how do they keep that going for so long? That's crazy. Exactly. It's I like don't know. They look exactly the same. They just got that's have just gray hair. Crazy. Now. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, I started yes, watching. This is wrestling talk. <laughs> <laughs> I started watching, uh, I think, SmackDown. I think when, because I think at first, like, it was just on USA Network, which is a cable um, TV station. So it wasn't until, like, um, SmackDown premiered on UPN that I was able to start watching wrestling more frequently. And I remember, like, all the greats, like, um, China, rest, rest in peace, The mm-hmm. Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Mankind, The Undertaker, Kane, and then the not so memorable ones like Billy Gunn, X Pac. Um, oh, shit. If you're shouting them out right now, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you remember them then. <laughs> I most I mostly know who they are because of um, Old School Wrestling Review. You know what that is? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, like, yeah. you know how um, that they always talk about their boys? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, those are just the ones I remember. Like, Test, I think, was also... He was also attitude, right? Test? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Al Snow... I re- mm-hmm. oh my I remember Al Snow because it creeped the fuck out of me. They would always bring, like, a severed head to the ring. Oh, the the mannequin head. The yeah, the head. mannequin head. <laughs> like I could never get over that. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, at that age, having no no idea what sex was, <clears throat> the the divas <clears throat> um, piqued oh, my yeah. interest uh, to some. See, look, degree. you're getting choked up about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's more like I I, I don't like talking. We about need to that. take a minute. We need to take no. another break. <laughs> Take a cold shower? No, I'm good. I'm... <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if you're going to keep this in the podcast or not, but he, he is spazzing the hell out right now. He's having a giggle fit. <laughs> man, you should see it. His veins popping in his head and everything. He's sweating and shit. I actually am sweating, but it's because it's really hot in here. <laughs> So, yeah, like, I remember Sable, uh, Tori Wilson, I think. No, Tori Wilson was a little later in the Attitude Era. Lita, China, I already mentioned, and uh, Trish Stratus. Yeah, They were boy. all from the Attitude Era. And then a little bit into the aggression. Uh, aggressive Era? What, what, what do they call that? The ruthless ruthless aggression. aggression. Ruthless Aggression. That's what it is. <laughs> um, I, my, one of my, my favorite wrestler was, uh, and still is, The Rock. Mm-hmm. He's just such a... I mean, of course, as when I was 10 years old, I didn't understand like some of the more adult things he would say to the audience. I think I just liked his charisma. I loved his eyebrow thing, which I can't do. And no yeah, one can I can't see do me that shit either. Because <laughs> my um, wife would tease me about that shit because she know how to, she can raise her eyebrow like that. And I'm just sitting there looking like a dumbass trying to raise <laughs> both of them at the same time. I'm holding my, my right eyebrow down, trying to raise the left one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think... Uh, I think I got more of an appreciation for Stone Cold Steve Austin when, like, when a lot of the, um, like, other wrestling um, uh, enthusiasts talk about, like, some of the greatest matches of all time. And I started realizing how much of an impact Stone Cold really had just, like, on the wrestling industry in general. But Rock is always a favorite of mine. He's always been a favorite of mine. So he'll never, he'll, like, no matter who um, is in, like, who's, doing it now although there are like great ones like seth rollins and like oh yeah and like um, cesaro yeah but the rock is always going to be my number one no matter no matter what 
Uh, I think my number one is going to be Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. A, yeah. Running a close second is uh, Stone Cold. I can remember what from that la- latter years of uh, middle school, well up into high school, I always, always had a fresh fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt. <laughs> every, t- every time he had a new one on TV, I had it. I had to have it. I had that in a, my freaking uh, DX shirt. Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. And that's that's kind of how I met some of my um, like my lifelong friends that are from high school now because of wrestling. I can remember uh, walking down the hall with my DX shirt on, and I walked by this dude, and he had a DX shirt on. We just kind of stopped in the hallway, had to stare down. And shit. <laughs> he was like, "All right, I see you." Mm-hmm. And then we've been friends ever since. That was damn years. That was like Holy over shit. sixteen years ago. <laughs> That's magical when you have like you can share something with somebody like that way. I think just I think just a few podcasts ago. Uh, I was talking to somebody about what's your favorite Let's Play channel, and do you know what Let's Play channel is? Uh, no. It's basically um, someone plays a video game, and then they talk over it, and they do, oh, like, okay. commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, I like, it's just, like, entertaining commentary. And we had the exact same favorite Let's Play channel. And it's just like, holy shit, what are the fucking odds in the world? You know? Yeah. I, I know, like, some negative things about Shawn Michaels, about how difficult he must have been in those days. But, um, yeah, yeah what, what, um, what, what is it that you really like about... Well, I know he's like one of the greatest of all time. Well, for for me, uh, Shawn Michaels, I can remember um, when he was in the tag team with Marty Jannetty. They were the Rockers. Oh, my God. Yeah. And all those freaking fluorescent colors and all kind of <laughs> shit like that. I used, to, I used to dig that. It was like them and the Ultimate Warrior. It was like all these different colors running oh, around yeah. and shit like that. And um, they, they would just come off the top rope and all kind of stuff. Do like a head scissor takedowns. Yeah. It was like... It was different from all the other guys like the Hulk Hogan and Macho Man and all that stuff who didn't really do anything like that. So yeah. it was like wowing and awe-inspiring just to see that type of stuff. And then when he turned on Marty Jannetty, I was like, oh no. I was appalled, but I liked it even more because he was by <laughs> himself. <laughs> and Marty Jannetty kind of just kind of like went away. Aww. But Shawn Michaels stuck around. Yeah, And you know, even... When he was um at his lowest, when he was um going through all the stuff he was going through, he was still entertaining. Yeah, because <laughs> like they were pushing the envelope at that time. There was damn mooning people and you know all that crazy DX yeah, shit yeah. that they did. <laughs> but I mean, I just stuck with it, and that goddamn super kick, boy, oh, that's an awesome <laughs> move. Yeah, yeah, it's so this awesome the, the, that the, like everybody does it now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I just love the drama of it. It's just, I mean, it doesn't. It starts to make sense in kayfabe. Um, actually, I don't know the exact definition. Do you know the definition of kayfabe? I, I, I know what it is, but yeah, for well, the audience. Well, kayfabe, kayfabe is, you know, it's pretty much what they're doing is they, they're taking it as real or whatever. So, right. like, the storyline um, on TV is, you know, they're treating it like real life. That's the kayfabe of it. You right. know, and they don't want to break kayfabe. So, like, say they hate each other yeah. on TV. When they go out into the real world, like that, a fucking coffee shop or whatever, they see each other. They still <laughs> pretend that they fucking hate each right. other. They, they keep in the kayfabe. Right. <laughs> so I know that I guess when, if especially if you have no affection for wrestling whatsoever, you would think that Shawn Michaels doing like the leg stomp, and then the wrestler kind of like, like standing up and turning around. Like, he's gonna kick you, or he's gonna do something. Don't turn around. It's like that's, all, that's part of the drama, man. <laughs> That's all part of the performance. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's like finding out who the killer is at the end of the uh, scary movie or exactly. something. <laughs> it's like, I knew it was that motherfucker. That's how that kick come around. 
It's like, bam, there's the kick. Exactly. exactly. But I just love how he commits to it, especially. And I, I don't know. I don't know if anyone's ever criticized this, but I kind of hate how Roman Reigns does the same thing. Like he like puts his fists to the ground. Yeah. You know, and then he does a Superman punch, which is. I guess that's. I guess that's a finisher. There's other gripes with Roman Reigns, but I mean, I mean, uh, uh, it is what it is. Yeah. But I mean, I like the dude. No, he's I he's really he, talented. Yeah, I like him. I he's like talented. him a lot. I mean, he, he getting a lot of um, criticism and boos and gripes because they perceive him as the man for WWE, and they so say new John Cena or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, that's why a lot of people don't like him. But I yeah. like the dude, especially my wife. If she hear me saying anything <laughs> ill about Roman Reigns, she would probably come downstairs right now and slap <laughs> Then let's switch gears. Um, <laughs> just because I never saw the Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, WrestleMania 10 ladder match mm-hmm. until very recently, until when I got the, the WWE Network. Which I love. <laughs> and uh, I was just astounded just by how much punishment they put themselves through. Like how, like, like just the ways that the the, the really creative ways they use the ladder, as a, I mean, like taking advantage of the fact that it's like a weapon, and it looks like a really sturdy ladder too, like not like the, the like the ones they got now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that like that fucking hurts. Like I think, oh man, I can't remember any specific details, um, but just like I, I was just kind of blown away, um, just by the the spectacle of it all, and just. I think I really do appreciate wrestling to some extent, but I think it, it, when it goes a bit too far, like with, well, WD doesn't do this as much, but like the hardcore matches. Yeah, well, I mean, compared, yeah, compared to what they used to be, uh, the ones they do now is very tame. Yeah. Because I can remember um, what, I forget what kind of the stipulation of the match was, but when it was uh, The Rock versus Mankind. Oh my Hank- God, I haven't yeah. seen that match, but I've heard of it. Yeah, he handcuffed the dude hands behind his back and he bashed him over the head with a chair Jesus like some twenty five times or more. Oh, fuck, I mean, man. in front of his kids. <laughs> That's the fucked up thing about it. Yeah, and you know, I mean, they have a documentary about it and everything, and they show like the aftermath or whatever. He just yeah. laid there, his head busted open, he oh, all bloody, and he holding god. his kid, talking about it's okay, it's not real. <laughs> oh my god, That's, you know that um, is not really hurt. <laughs> should know the name of this documentary. I'm going to pause this just because I want to get the name right. Because I know this. It's, um... Was it? I think it's, it's not... Beyond the Mat. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is Beyond the Mat. It's, uh... I've heard really good things about it. I think I'll, I think I'll check that out. I think it's on, um, Netflix. Oh, sweet. I have a Netflix. Well, I'm borrowing someone's Netflix account, so I will, uh, I will get on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think somebody borrowed my Netflix. They've been borrowing my shit for, like, eight years now. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like that joke, um, you know, like how everybody, sh- like, no one has, like, an HBO Go account. They just, sh- like, they're just, like, sharing it from someone else's account. There's oh, yeah. oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's an old saying in um, the Marine Corps, probably in the, all of the military or whatever. There's only one thief in the Marine Corps, and everybody else is just trying to get their gear back. <laughs> <laughs> so one person stole it, everybody else is just trying to get their stuff back. <laughs> We're just about the tail end of uh, of our episode, so let's just go over our, our favorite matches really quick. Well, shit, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. Um, all right, you go ahead. You got it. Uh, well, it's it's a popular choice, and I think I like it just because of how much of a spectacle it is. Um, TLC two, um, WrestleMania X seven. That okay. shit is 
fucking insane. Yeah, any of those TLC matches with the Hardys and the Dudley Boys and um, Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian. That is just off the chart. Oh fuck, <laughs> man! I, I, I think that's. I think I feel. I feel like that was the apex of the TLC matches, and you feel like you couldn't yeah. possibly do anything more than that. That that's as far as you can go. Um, and it, it, I also kind of like it because it's this. It's like that crazy brutality, but it's like there's. I don't mind blood that much because I do like the the Bret Hart mm -hmm. uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin match in WrestleMania 13. Yeah. But I, I feel like there has to be kind of a purpose to the violence. Like if yeah. it's just done for the sake of like being like gory, like in I think I think um, the old school wrestling review guys they uh, talked over King of the Death match or something, and that yeah. was just like ugh, I, can't, I can't look at that. I can't, I can't watch that for too long. Yeah, CZW or whatever. Oh God! Yeah, I, they be doing some crazy shit. Like, That's what uh, I think Dean Ambrose did a stick down yeah. there before he came up. I yeah. mean, he took a sawzall blade to his freaking That's forehead. That's right. Oh my that God! That shit was insane. Oh, I was like, wow. Why would you want to do that for, I know. you know, because I mean, I'm pretty sure they weren't getting paid that much, but no, I was like, why not. would you want to do that? God, like, what are you proving by doing that? Ah, oh, man. But I, I Look, guess I, that's the sacrifice thing. I, I took a chair shot across my back well, how just was to that? see how it, how it felt and never again. Never, <laughs> ever, ever again. There can, there's no amount of money that can, I don't know, I'm, I, I take that back. <laughs> there is an amount of money, but... I don't think there's an amount of money that nobody around here could pay me to do that <laughs> shit again. <laughs> I, I'm what I mean. Do they? I mean, for when someone says we're gonna see, do and see, see, this is the thing. It's like me being a dumbass that I am, and the wrestling enthusiast that I am. I have hit a couple people across the back with some steel chairs. Right. Now I have never had that done to me. Yeah. But I've done it to a couple other people. <laughs> But now, being in wrestling training or whatever, we sitting there, we having conversations, we're talking about wrestling, and that came up. They're talking about chair shots and chops and all kind of shit like that, which chops suck as well. I want you to write that down in your show notes. I want you to underline <laughs> it, circle it. Chops suck, especially if they hit you on the nipple. I got hit in the nipple oh, twice. Oh, fuck, no. It hurts so oh, bad. Oh, God. But I digress. Damn. But we was talking about chair shots and everything. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to give y'all one just so you can see how it feels. And it's not like he was cocking back and blam, hitting me with the chair or nothing. Yeah. I just kind of leaned over and he held the chair up about, you know, about yay high, about yeah. waist high. Yeah. And he just let it drop on my back. And that was just enough for me to be like, fuck no. Mm -mm. Not again. <laughs> Never. <laughs> those are, I think those are the moments in wrestling matches where the physical, oh, this is getting, this shit is real. I know that they really do hate each other. Like the, the, like the, the chops. Because you can hear that shit. Yeah. And the audience I mean, always goes like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, there's like ways to kind of like, you know, prepare yourself. But I mean, everybody's different how they give the chops and everything. And yeah. it's just like, it's no preparing for that shit. That shit hurts. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Um, your, uh, some of your favorite matches. I have three. Go for it. Uh, I think it was, I, I, I don't get the numbers right well because I mean, my memory is kind of iffy mm -hmm. but i think it was wrestlemania 24 uh sean michaels versus uh rick flair when, i haven't rick actually seen that i haven't seen that one is is great i love that match that was rick flair's retirement match mm -hmm. which he didn't fucking retire he went wrestle somewhere <laughs> else and <laughs> shows and all kind of shit but that was a great match and both of the um 
Shawn Michaels and Undertaker matches. Both of those. Oh, those. Are, I, I saw. I, I saw the one from WrestleMania 25. Beautiful, beautiful yes. stuff. Yeah, that's but my the shit. I think they they went in order, right? That's 24, 25, and 26. That's my top yeah. three favorite matches of all time. All right. Well, Rob, this has been this has been such a blast. Thanks for yeah. coming on the show, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. You, it was going to happen sooner or later. You got random in your title, so <laughs> I was going to hunt you down and harass you until you decided to be on the podcast with me. <laughs> so taking us out today is um, You Don't Have to Cry by Adina Howard. As always, you can find our podcast at randomchatterings.weebly.com. You can contact us via Twitter at our Twitter handle at ranchatpodcast. You can email us at ranchatpodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on iTunes by searching Random Chatterings. And our question of the week is, what is something you like that you find it very difficult to convince other people that you like? Yeah, wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Rob, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at it's B Rob. That's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. That's my personal account. Or you can follow the show on Twitter at get ready for it R R R underscore podcast. That's three R's underscore podcast. I have a myriad of social media accounts. You can find them all at randomrobcast.com. You can go down to the bottom, click the social tab. You can find all my social media accounts. You can find all my podcasts on there. You can find some Photoshop pictures that I've done that I need to do some more of because I think I only got four on there. But yeah. <laughs> Check it out. Give me likes. I got a Facebook page that I'm the only one that posts shit on it. So <laughs> come over and post random shit on my Facebook page. I don't care what it is. As long as it's not the blue waffle or two girls, one cup. Fuck the blue waffle, man. No, yeah, no, fuck don't fuck shit. the blue waffle. That's how I turn blue. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, don't no blue waffles <laughs> or green waffles or any waffles of that sort. Unless it's the Waffle House. <laughs> Waffle House is acceptable, and I am okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rob, this has been this has been awesome, man. Thanks a lot for coming on the show. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right, take care, everybody. Shit, your video is playing right now. <laughs> your YouTube video. Oh, it is? Oh, you're watching it? Yeah. Nah, I clicked the link just to get it, get the tab up on my thing, and I didn't think it was going to start playing, but yeah. I mean, you can watch it right now, like have a live reaction. I mean, shh, do that if you want to.